Hi, welcome to Chit Chat Quiz That, a podcast where we take an online quiz on a topic that we want to talk about first. I'm your host, Aika, and in this episode, we will be talking about college life and sharing our experiences at the colleges we attended. Then we will take a quiz on what type of college is right for us. So please stick around to hear about our time on campus. Welcome. Today, I am here with two people who I've talked to a lot throughout life, but probably talked to the most during college, I think. Today, I am here with my cousin Harvey and my brother Vincent. Yay. Hello, hello. Hi. Um, for clarification again, um, in my family, in our culture, I we refer to older brother as Guya. So you'll hear me say Guya. Um, and that means I'm referring to Vincent. So can you guys just do a quick introduction of yourself and say what kind of college you went to? You don't have to say what school. You can if you want. Um, but if you can just specify if you were uh, local or if you commuted or whatever. Um, I can go first. Uh, well, you already know me, but my name is Aika, and I went to the local university. So I stayed at home with my parents and commuted to school. My name is Vincent, and uh, I went to JUCO, and then I transferred to the local JUCO, LBCC, and then I transferred to a private Christian college, the Master's College, which is now known as the Master's University in Santa Clarita. Yeah, my name is um, Harvey. After the high school, I decided to move out of the Southern California area and go to UC Merced, a small college in the Valley of California that the newest UC and uh, no one has heard before. Is it still but the I, newest? It is, I think. Oh, dang. And, uh, and at that time, it was only, I think, 4,000, 5,000 students. And I decided to accept that one, uh, thinking it was Davis. But I did not know that. So I ended up going to UC Merced. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I accepted without even going to any of those oh college invitations. <laughs> and afterwards, uh, I had the opportunity to go to um, University of Oregon for my graduate degree. I'm trying to think their mascot, but I'm blanking on their mascot. Which one? The ducks? Oregon. Just Google the ducks. It. Oregon it ducks. The Oregon ducks. That's the green and yellow one, right? That's right. Okay. I didn't know it was ducks. Okay. That that experience was uh unique. <laughs> Definitely uh did not know what I was doing. Wait, for undergrad? Um, no, just the college process. Oh. Um, oh, as you're applying. Yeah. And you know, like in our in our, you know, family, no one really showed us, you know, how to apply and go through, you know, what what's like living in the dorms and how to even do that. I didn't even know I had to apply for the dorms. 
<laughs> Wait, did you, have no a, did you have a car? No. no. <laughs> so how did you get there? Actually, uh, that hit, was kind of... <laughs> no, it, so my, my parents dropped me off and okay. I didn't have a car. Uh, I ended up using my now wife's car uh, at the time because she had one after junior year. But I, I think one of the challenges also like of choosing a college was getting there. Like I, I got accepted to you know, out-of-state colleges, but that was an automatically no because I did not know how to get there. <laughs> how far? What is the drive? How many hours is Merced? Away is Merced. Like six, oh. four, four to six hours. Yeah, six go to hours. Yosemite. Wait, six it's hours? Like, That's like Arizona or Phoenix. How far was a? Uh, how far was your private school? The, the private Christian school. <laughs> mm, was it only an hour from where I lived at the time? Traf with traffic or without? <laughs> without traffic. Actually, no. I take it back. Forty-five minutes, going at 80, 70 to eighty miles per hour. So, how was that commute? Was it daily? I don't remember. No, it was like every other. No, I don't. Know. It changed because half half of my time I was a commuter. Half my time I I moved to there. Um, oh. um, let's see if we're talking about commuting if I just match what Harvey was talking about I for the dorms I knew I couldn't I didn't want to get into the dorms because it cost more I knew that <laughs> so I didn't that's when I first got got there I just was commuting uh, I'd put all my money in and time in the gas instead of in the food and in the housing. When I moved there, I still never dormed. I just um, rented a, a room with a bunch of other classmates. Um, and then the commuting was actually exciting for me at the time because I was so hyped to go there. Um, at, at JUCO, they just drove like 10 minutes to school. <laughs> There is one other school I also went to, LABTS, uh, Los Angeles Bible Training School, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so for me, I commuted. I think it was like a 20-minute drive, side street. Traffic. No no traffic. Parking was horrible at my school. <laughs> so if it took 20 minutes, it took 20 minutes to... <laughs> get to school it probably took like 30 to 40 minutes to get to class <laughs> um because yeah parking was bad and the campus was uphill <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it just it took a long time to get anywhere yeah but i lived at home so i didn't have to spend much money on food or anything and since it was the local state school, um, I didn't have to work. I was blessed to not have to work during college um, or to attend college. Yeah, that that's my 
commuting experience. When you guys were living on campus or near campus, did you guys, what's that called? Like the meal plans? <laughs> yeah. Are you laughing? <laughs> I had that. Why are you laughing? I got my meal plans by working at the cafeteria. <laughs> so every time I worked at the cafeteria, I got my meal. Oh, I didn't at least know. for that. When I when I was dorming with um, our family Did friend, you? or staying with uh, a family friend, they I was they helped with the, the some meal plans at times. Did you do groceries, Harvey? No, mostly in our undergrad university, we the university was a bit far from the city or the <laughs> town. <laughs> But our, our university was about maybe five to eight miles away from like the nor- nearest store. So a lot of the meals that we had were either stocked up under our bed and in the fridge or at the at the campus. The only thing that was kind of um, difficult was because it was a small school, we only had one cafeteria. So pretty much you have the rush of all the students there and the monotonous meal that they always serve in the morning. So it's mm-hmm. guess, the... you have you have to be creative with the meal. I don't know. Harvey, you never experienced um f- filled up classes. What is it? What is that? Oh, we always filled. Yeah, I've always experienced it where you sign up for a class hoping to get it. Okay, I never had that. I didn't really have oh. that problem. Oh, we had we had many tricks. So basically, Wait. oh, go ahead. Oh, so basically, I think in most universities, impacted. Right, That's have, the word. Impacted you classes. Have, you have classes that you need to fulfill for your schooling to finish your degree. Now, sometimes those classes are uh, uniquely, um, I guess, needed, or I don't know. There's there's a lot more people wanting that class than the class available. So what we would do is we would be friends with seniors and juniors, higher class, which they get the priority and uh, they they fill it up for us. And later we make the exchange. They drop it and then uh, oh. we pick it up. So yeah, you have to be a little creative to finish your degree in time. Wait, that's pretty smart. I never heard of that. <laughs> See, but you know, in Vincent's private college, I mean, he doesn't—he, they have no trouble with that. <laughs> did Did you guys have difficulty getting the required class you needed, or like, uh, you had to wait like the next semester? Or uh, for me, I did. There was like, you know, I had my perfect schedule, and then yeah, the class or that specific lecture, that time spot that I wanted, would be taken. So some sometimes um, I just have to take a different teacher uh, at a different time if it fit, or I would take it another semester. But I don't think I ever had it where it made me wait a whole semester. Um, I think for me that happened just because the class wasn't available in that semester. Mm. Like they only do it in the spring semester, so I had to wait that for that I think but my major is not really impacted at all 
So there wasn't a lot of classes available, but there also wasn't a lot of like, as you get up, right? As you're like towards the end of graduation, there wasn't a lot of competition for your class. <laughs> what about you, Kuya? How's private school classes scheduling? Scheduling? Class uh, scheduling oh. for me personally, from what I remember, scheduling wasn't an issue. It was more of the priced. That's pretty much my issue. So did the price make you want to like fill up your schedule and finish faster or no? Does mm, that make sense? I mean, if I went over, if I did went over 18 units, units actually got way cheaper per even Harvey was there when he did when he discovered that with me. <laughs> um, but I never never did that. Um, Wait, like how much cheaper? Like is crazy it, cheaper. Like half? Sixty percent? I just know Harvey. Forty percent. <laughs> when Harvey found that out, he was raving about it. <laughs> He's like, "Why aren't you doing this?" I was like, "I don't know." Uh, but <laughs> I, I, for the most part, I did do a lot. I did like. I, I think I was 12, 15, no, 15, 18, and then 12, like around those numbers. So I never went over the 18 mark. Um, oh. Never. So I was always full-time. At least at, yes, at, not even at LVCC. I think that at JUCO, <laughs> at JUCO, um, in Juco, I felt the I felt the that, but not I don't remember feeling it too much at um at the at the master's college at the private school. At the private school though, there was there was favorite teacher there were favorite teachers. I don't know if you guys experienced that. Like if let's say there was three classes same they're the same class taught by three three different guys there was one of them that would be the most popular oh yeah we had that did you guys do rate my professors was that a thing for you guys i i i think i heard students doing that but i personally did not i mean i used it i didn't write in it but i would use it <laughs> yeah we used it because with nothing else to do in Merced, so <laughs> our reviews were detailed. <laughs> that <sounds> so sad. <laughs> this is, I'm not trying to make fun of or like. Uh, I, this is just a general question. So, at your schools, like, what was the pop? Not the population, but like the people you were surrounded by the no, the environment what what is it like something you were familiar with or was it like culture shock kind of thing for the schools you guys went to i mean for me since it was the local university it was basically like all the local school districts at the same school <laughs> so like people that grew up with me or like people I've known my whole life. So people from school, people from like elementary, middle school, high school, my cousins, our cousins, people from the church um, I grew up at, 
were all at this university. <laughs> so it was very familiar. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was just like the large college that everyone in the neighborhood went to, I guess. <laughs> but I know it's different for you guys, I think. Uh, yeah, this is very, this is a very subjective question or from my, or a perspective question. Juco, I would agree. My ju when when I attended Juco is similar to what I could ex experienced um, <laughs> at uh, at the at the private college. I there was a bit of culture shock. Um, they were mostly conservative evangelicals. Um, I was in the minority. Um, you were in the minority of what? You weren't conservative, a conservative evangelical. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> socio, oh. socio, demo, socio, eth ethnical demographic. I was in the minority. <laughs> okay. So, what was that like? Um, have you done? Oh, have I, you I, been... So for I think there are a couple things though. I think on my end, I kind of fed into the division, the pot, the the creation of the the division. There were times where I actually assimilated, and then there are times where they were like people that I interacted were assimilating or actually came from a similar background as mine. So I don't want to say it was all negative. Well. I learned, I experienced a plethora of, of things and I caused, ex caused, have others to experience, uh, negatives and positives, not sometimes intentionally, sometimes not, in, not intentionally. So, um, a lot of it too, a lot of it could have came from the stress of just the schooling itself. Um, so, uh, like the culture of the the school, or no, just the well the the work, the work, not the the work of the oh. classes, the work of getting your just, grades. Yeah, being a college student. Okay, it was an experience where you know I was uncomfortable, and then eventually I got comfortable, but then I got too comfortable, and then you know I, I think I rounded out where you know I just trusted in Wait. what I experienced. Comfortable with what? that specific issue or just being like the minority it, it's tied to the minority that's that's why um so basically if i could if i try to use hood language it's like being long beach <laughs> being a little being less or being more santa clarita if i even if i if I got close to that and then being too much Santa Clarita uh, and then, you know, just being like, you know, it is what it is. I'm chill. I love everybody kind of thing. So are you in the minority because of where you grew up or, or where you're from, where you were living or where your family lives or whatever? Or are you the minority because you're Filipino? Like, so I'm I'm I believe I'm in the minority because of my ethnicity. 
and the socioeconomic side of it. Okay, because I'm like, what if you were Filipino, but you lived, you grew up in Santa Clarita? You know? I had, so I had had friends that were Filipino. They were chill. <laughs> okay. I had some friends that were Filipino that weren't chill. But I, I might not come off chill to them, you know, like I saw that's why that's why I wanted to caveat that with like a subjective and perspective experience. Hmm. Yeah, my school was super diverse. <laughs> so, what about you, Harvey? Um, so leaving Southern California and then going to UC Merced, uh, you definitely have a more, you know, you would see in the movies or TV shows where the kid leaves to a college outside of their home life. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to UC Merced, I had zero friends, zero family. So I absolutely knew no one. So no one from your high school went? There was one, but oh, okay. I never met her until like junior year oh okay Dang. because our our majors were just not we didn't cross path which is mm. fine mm -hmm. but i i think you know if for me i i welcome that um part of me going so far was i wanted you know that in some aspect adventure and so the first month i mean was really pretty crazy month because i was meeting so many people interacting mm. with everyone that I, you know whether they're from the bay area from sacramento southern california just like me uh it was it was a lot of fun but it was busy because you know you're there with a bunch of people and um a lot same age as you and you still have to focus on school yeah <laughs> as far as as far as the uh, demographics and um you know a lot a lot more uh people there were Hispanic. So it wasn't too different from Southern California. Mm. I think really the only difference that I felt was you would see more of the um, kind of the, the economic uh, disparity between, you know, people who really were rich or grew up, up you know, upper middle class. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there were people that were, you know, in lower middle class to poor. Um, so that was an interesting um, dynamic. But I think all in all, we were all young and, you know, we're just excited to be out of home. And yeah, we just, we just kind of were friendly to everyone. How many of the students are like, based off what you you know, you were exposed to how many of them um, were local? <laughs> oh man, like, like grew up two two percent. Like probably <laughs> either you're from the Bay Area, from Sacramento, or you're like from Southern California, and the rest, you know, if you're out of state. But <laughs> I have like probably one or two people that I met. They're like, oh yeah, you're local. Wow, it was a. Uh, <laughs> It was definitely a, a rare thing. Maybe I didn't pay attention to the like population at school, but I didn't see anything with like social class 
Yeah. I feel like that would be hard to be around if I saw that. So I don't know how you guys did it. Do you just like go on? You, you, I don't know. Like, did people treat you differently, Harvey? Knowing that, you know, you were in different class or whatever from other people or did other people, you see people treat other people differently? No, I, I think, oh, okay. it, I think, I think it's, um, if it does, you know, if they do treat you differently, I, you know, for me, I, I didn't, it didn't let me affect, you know, what I was doing or it didn't, you know, I didn't shy away from it. Like, for example, I knew I had friends from the Bay Area that were much more richer than I was and much more um, well off, you know, their families are, you know, their, their dads are like VPs of a startup company and all that stuff and you know they invite me to their home and you notice i noticed these things i'm like wow two-story home that's it for me that was a big home right growing yeah, up in a same. in a two-bedroom one-bathroom home and for me i was like wow hey, that's that's huge but you know that i never really shied away from welcoming them in my life they when they went to socal a lot of them were able to meet my family they we had them over for some sometimes like a sleepover in our small house um we made Dude, everyone bring fit. the whole school to town we, we made everyone fit but I, I think it's just you know i i don't know if i was just naive at the time but i you know i, I didn't see much difference or it didn't let me affect me i just I, asked a bunch of people i was like oh that's yeah. cool though well, Harvey was like super popular too, I think. <laughs> well, there's nothing to do in Merced. <laughs> no, there was, I mean, there was a lot of things to do. I, you know, I think, you know, being in such a college town, you know, it, it was, it, it was a good opportunity to meet a lot of people. And not only that, I think uh, you know, God used that in such a way that, you know, it helped grow, you know, a, a ministry there or a church. Um, the one that we're attending. I remember the first time we started a Bible study, we started going to this local church. Uh, and most of, most people were, you know, Caucasian, blue collar farmers, about 70, 80 people um, in that one church in Merced. And one semester, you know, we started Bible study and then it kind of word spread out, small school, a bunch of people started attending and a lot of people attended that church. And soon enough, we had, you know, me and my friend, just the college age students to like 50 or 60 college age students in one semester, which was a blessing. But it it was interesting because now you have such a big dynamic of, you know, within that local church oh yeah Jeez, wait what year was this for you this was freshman year because uh, oh, <laughs> because it was just kind of it just kind of grew from there which was great um i want to ask guia from going from community or junior college to <laughs> private university like did were you more social in either setting or like 
were you the same? Did you? Because I think junior or like in community college, people don't really hang out there. I don't know. Like they, it, when I think about it, it's like people are in and out. Um, uh, I, yeah. so at JUCO, I didn't, I didn't really hang out. Um, the only time, like when I say hang out, like there were there, there was no pep rallies. There's no games. There's nothing like that. But in terms of like, if in terms of my major or in terms of basketball, well, basketball is different. I was like, they're just more like, hey, that's my teammate. Hey, that's my rival. Hey, that's that's my opponent. That's my but, wife. Um, for the architect, I was an architecture student. Um, I built a camaraderie with two guys. Well, the whole my whole class actually, but two oh, guys no. in part. Two guys in particular. Um, we uh, sorry. We participated in Cal Poly. Cal Poly San Luis Obispo's Design Village. <laughs> uh, so there was camaraderie there. So there was that. Actually, I mean, like in terms of passing, but it, at the community, at the at the Christian college, at the private college, it was a bit different because it really, since all the majority of the students were dorming, so they basically lived on campus, and so there's a feeling of at least for a commuter, some if you let it get to you, so I, I let it get to me of being on the outside, not being in the dorms, because they had they would have the dormitories would have events where technically you're you can be invited, but you like you know you would feel like is it a stretch for me to go? You would have that feeling at times. Um actually no, it's reversed. I did not get close with my with the the students of my majors I actually saw them as my rivals like there's only yeah we my my class of uh, so at at the at the master's college um we were very in my experience we were very competitive towards one another on being a well really good language biblical language student I had I was probably chill with one guy. Everyone else was kind of my acquaintance slash rival. There was even one time one of the student, the top grade, the top student, substituted for our class. So like That's private school for you. There was a like you paying for that? No, he was he's sharp. He's a he's he's chill. But did, wait, did he get paid? <laughs> I don't know actually. Yeah, there. That was an interesting dynamic. Um, and then there was also a broader, there was also a broader, like, um, rivalry between biblical emphasis. So like biblical language majors versus, and this is my experience. So I don't know if other students were like, what the heck is this guy talking about? So, but in my experience, there was like guys that were like all about the preaching, focusing on the preaching, sad or content with just the, just like the other aspects of of other emphasis in the biblical studies program um then there are guys that were like they went they went to israel to study abroad and they had a camaraderie and sometimes you'd feel left out so like i don't know i think i should i on my end probably could have not focused on all the different experience that i missed out or 
rivalries that I cre created mentally or if it was actually there. Um, but I, the guys that I did get close to were actually uh, guys that were mostly gr grew up in a similar fashion that I did, like in the urban areas. Um, I, I mean, I had friends that were not um, like from the same background, but mm. sometimes they would, not that they didn't want to hang out with me, but they would, since they're on the, they're at the dormitories or whatever, they were more prone to hanging out with those guys. Not most of the time I was just hanging out in the library. And that's, if anything, the library was my dormitory. So <laughs> I built a, a lot of friendships in the library. It didn't feel any like it of different demographics. So shout out to the TMC library. I spent a lot of time in our library, but everyone was at the library. Hey, we only know. had we only had the dorms, the cafeteria, and the library. And the classes. <laughs> That's it. In our university. Dude, we had so much stuff. I going to a going to a local like college, were you able to you know, participate or did you participate in a lot of the extracurricular activities like clubs and you know all that stuff no i'm like so it was just in and out well mm, yeah i think that's my personality though i don't know if that's just the low, how it is at our school because i think there's people a lot of people would hang out um but yeah i was like pretty much all school I think freshman year was the most social I I could have been. <laughs> um, like I would stay after, like I was done with classes for the day, but I'd want to stay at the library to study. The closest club-like thing was probably like um, research lab, <laughs> but you kind of have to do that. But like, you know, that's like a group of people who meet, you know, um, you have similar interests or you're working on the same thing. Um, and once I got into that, I actually felt more comfortable in my major. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I met people that had similar experiences to me. So it kind of made, I think that's what it, that's what clubs do, right? Um, they help you find people with similar interests. Um yeah, but I, as an official club member, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't go to any sporting events. And we have a, we had like when I was, I mean, you guys know we all watch basketball. Um, I would even watch basketball games for my school, but I would never go to a game. <laughs> I'd watch it on TV at home. Um, yeah, I don't, man, I didn't do anything. But uh, to, back to what Kui was saying, I, find it weird that you you had rivals because <laughs> I yo know, I needed my like my classmates or people in my major I needed them to graduate <laughs> like I needed their help <laughs> there's like no room for competition when you're like just trying to you know be on the like passing side <laughs> Man, I don't know <laughs> that's some intense private school right there <laughs> it was only it, it if you it's particularly the greek class like our biblical greek classes if and and the and the preaching class because in the preaching class they built it because the best the three best or the 
yeah, the three best of both of the of both semesters of that year, they would they would get to preach at um, what we call Spurgeon Spurgeon Fest, where they the students <laughs> preach at the at the student chapel. Mm. <laughs> what about you, Harvey? What activities or school stuff did you do? <laughs> Yeah, we actually um, had, I, I participated in a lot of activities, <laughs> mainly a lot of them were, you know, ministry related, like you know, parachurch ministries, whether it was with university or our local one, which was, you know, we called the Faith Bible Church, which kept us busy. We were tabling a lot, interacting with a lot of, a lot of people. Um, there was one time I was in the Korean club because I was interested in my now wife who is korean so i got roped into k-pop dancing oh shoot, and, uh, i forgot about I, that. I would i would uh, there's a lot of engineering clubs that I was part of um but for the most part uh it was a lot of my time were devoted in either schooling i was also working um or research uh, i did a lot of uh, um, research for professors in r d so that was that was pretty much my time there. Yeah, lots of busyness. Yeah, you're you were in a lot of things. Man, I want to see that video though. It's <laughs> gone. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> just was, ask, just wait. Was she in that. it? Too? No, she oh. left, and I got stuck in that <laughs> club. I was like, what? Am I, what am I doing here? Uh. Did, did you did you like wish? Uh, you went outside of like you know Southern California, or did you guys ever like were like eh, like the local universities are okay? Uh, for me, I'm. I thought what I did was fine. Um, yeah, in terms of like I, I mean, it's also my personality. I'm a homebody, so I like being at home. <laughs> um, I probably would get homesick a lot if I was to move somewhere else. Um, so I'm happy. I thought um, tuition wasn't that bad. I mean, I, I graduated with school loans, but it wasn't anything crazy. Like, I was able to pay it off really quick. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> looking, no, I... looking at life now, I'm like, it worked out for me. I mean, I'm not even... <laughs> you didn't incur a huge debt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think it... It, I did learn independence through college or like being at, it's like a middle, like middle ground of like, I wasn't thrown into independence, but you know, you kind of just become independent while you're still at home um, at your finishing school. But yeah, I don't, I don't regret it. I'm, I mean, I'm still living here in SoCal. So. I mean, me and Fred talk about it. We say Kuya and his wife in our family, they're the private school couple. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, they're the only one where both of them were like private school. And we're like, man. Well, two different. <laughs> it. I was a Christian private school. It was like the high private school. The private <laughs> the school. Private she, was, she was an alumnus. She's alumnus of... The USC <laughs> University of Southern California, go Trojans, red and gold, baby. 
<laughs> yeah, we're like, dang, private school. <laughs> my pri- private, my private school wasn't as expensive as one of those, um, but it was still pricey. It was still more expensive than Cal State system, but not as expensive as UC system. But I wasn't, I was not really a scholar, so I didn't, I didn't get a lot of scholarships. Um, <laughs> so retrospectively, it's hard because I went there because I ha- I wanted, I had a growing commitment at the time to follow hard after Christ. And I thought at the time that was one of the best decisions. And I still, I still believe that, um, I just think I could have done it a different way because, like, I still wanted to. I still want to be in architecture. I had to pivot my major, um, even though still, like, right now I do drafting, but I'm not doing architecture. So that's one thing. Um, I think both of you guys are still work, or well, can work or is working in the field that you studied. You guys studied hard sciences. I studied soft sciences. Um, uh, so that's one thing. And then in terms of transferring units, as well as LABTS for transferring units, if I was just, if I'm sticking with going to TMC. Wait, you could have transferred LABTS units to masters? The Bible, some, a lot of the Bible courses. Oh, dang. I could have, so to satisfy some of the Bible classes, I could have got those in and then all the units could have just been like languages, like the heavy, heavy language classes. Yeah, but you wanted to. You that's wanted to donate deal. to the private university. I know. I'm like, that's a big no, deal. I, I, I no, would, I would rather donate to LABTS than to the, to, to the, to my alumnus. No offense. You, TMC, you got money, but I did. Um, the other side, what else? And then there's also collecting. It's pretty much a, take, doing AP classes without being in school. I that I found out at the college at Masters College, and so the college had some good good um, support too. So, um, I I took all took advantage of those things. There's a lot a lot of things I could have done to improve my situation there, but I appreciate what the Lord put me through, um, and hopefully for my newborn they take those lessons learned and hopefully if however he wants to do studies but i mean we didn't even get to talk about harvey and his um grad school experience so i mean if you could do it in a quick no i could do it quickly (laughs) so actually i was supposed to go on the mission trip to the philippines when um you know things happened uh that mission trip not did not end up going um to plan and at that point when I found out about it, I've already sent out letters to families saying, hey, please support me to go on a mission trip to the Philippines. And I had to tell them, hey, it's not happening anymore. And this was just a month before graduation. So I had no idea what to do after that. Well, just in time, my friend was already accepted at University of Oregon. And they said they were looking for more students to fill up. And so I applied. They flew me out there. One thing led to another. For your to, for your major, particularly well, for it, that major, or just students in general. Yeah, so I I did some research in the semiconductor industry beforehand. Like I did um, some research in uh, UC Berkeley and UC Merced, and also in a uh, UIUC. 
um, in Illinois. So I was pretty familiar with it. And so that was kind of the reason why I was asked and I got accepted right away. And so, yeah, I, I did that. I graduated. Wait, 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 wait. Then, <laughs> wait, the college asked you, you sent it in and then they accepted. Wouldn't they just, yeah. wouldn't they just, Hey, dude, Formalities. Just, Formalities. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it just sounded funny when you were saying it. That's why I was like, "Well, we 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 did it. You know, to get into grad school, you needed some tests, right? Um, but this particular one was unique in that it was a master's degree geared towards the industry, so I didn't have to take the GREs or oh, any other tests, which was nice. And so they wanted to decided, call me. I could have studied. No, just kidding. <laughs> Oh, but that, that year was brutal. I went up there to University of Oregon, not knowing how far of the drive it was. Man, like California is long, but wait, what year? There. What year did you graduate? Fifteen? We graduated the same year. Is that twenty fifteen? Yeah. yeah. And then you started grad school that fall? That fall. Oh. Okay. And so I I was in intense classroom setting and lab setting in the next six, seven months. And then after that, the program then, you know, allows you to be hired by a company and you finish a lot of the, the rest of the program by writing working. research papers or oh. and working Ooh. and just making sure, uh, you know, kind of the requirements are all done. But that's pretty much my master's degree thing. It was very intense year um it was crazy that's fast dude <laughs> but but you know it's made it through oh i sent you guys the quiz but yeah it's interesting that we had very different college experiences but then there's some things that were similar but anyway just for the sake of this podcast we take a quiz at the end on related to the topic that we talked about um yeah that's just how this podcast works uh this is a short quiz so i don't know if this is like for high school students <laughs> so i don't know how you guys want to answer the questions if you want to answer it like um now or as if you were going to college for the first time i think we can answer it now just to know if we're different i don't know um and then, yeah, you guys have it. Where do you rank among your fellow students academically? Top 10%, middle 50%, bottom 40%. So this is in college or in high school? <laughs> How did you I answer I answered it in college. Okay. I, I don't know what I was. I don't know what I was, but I picked middle 50. I don't know, okay. man. Harvey, I think I know you. No, no. My GPA was not as good. My GPA um, was not good. Okay, wait. Question two. Do you prefer to work in a small, quiet setting or a large, more crowded setting? I answered oh. it retrospectively. So I chose small, quiet setting. You prefer smaller classes and more direct student-teacher interactions. Large, more crowded more crowded setting you like working in large groups with less direct 
student-teacher interactions, and three, a bit of both. You enjoy the personal attention in a class, but working in a large environment provides for more social interactions. Um, small, quiet setting for me. Oh, At the time, I think I was the third one, but now I look at, right now, I, I'm selecting the first one, small, quiet setting. Question three, how independent are you? Very, you're, you've been doing things on your own since you were a bit, where you were a little kid. Somewhat, you're capable of doing things on your own, but you cherish the help and support of your parents, not at all. Your parents take care of most of your responsibilities for you. Very. Somewhat. Somewhat. Dur I answered that during my time at, at the college. Question number four. How organized is your room right now? Very tidy, somewhat organized, impeccably ar arranged. I picked somewhat organized. Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> Last question. Last question. Are you a big sports fan? Yes. You love sports and are dying to attend a school with a highly ranked team and loads of school spirit. No, sports aren't really your thing. You're more academically focused. Somewhat. You like sports, but they aren't your whole world. You could really care less if your school has a big sport sports team i chose the last i think Somewhat. i can i think i can get away with no yeah somewhat for me i'm gonna pick no just because oh i'm not surprised what i got you guys got your answers your results oh there's results yeah i got my results did you push start or were you just reading the questions at the bottom of the page? <laughs> I closed it out after. <laughs> Top 10% right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just How would you get, Guia? Public University. Really? Yeah. Can you read the description? You love large crowds and experiencing a diverse culture, cultural environment. With your love of sports, school spirit, and ability to make yourself known in a crowd, you belong at a large public university such as a UCLA, San Diego State, or Penn State. I got community college. <clears throat> what the heck? You're, mo you're mostly unsure about the direction you want to head in life, and you haven't quite reached the maturity and independence level to start at to start life at a university so you should spend a few years in community college i don't disagree with the description but i don't think it's me i just i just don't want to be in a big group of people <laughs> um i knew exactly what i wanted to do when i started college um yeah but yeah i agree you know if you are unsure about the direction you should spend a few years at a community college. <laughs> I got private university. What the heck? <laughs> you are very focused and driven, and you prefer to work in small groups. You thrive on competition and enjoy a more quiet, peaceful environment. So you belong to a small private school, such as Yale 
Oh, Williams. <laughs> what is going on here? Wow. Hey, it said private school is com- competitive, though, so that kind of... Is it going to switch? Said. <laughs> wait, wait. So what happened? Aika's description technically is under me. Harvey's description is technically <laughs> under know. me, but my description is both of... No, more of Aika's. A little bit of Harvey's because I also got UCLA. <laughs> Maybe we should have. No, this is fun. This is. I. I think it makes sense why I got this one, uh, community. Yeah, I make. I mean, when they said diverse cultural environment, after what I talked about with my experience. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I forgot to say. Uh, this was the. What the heck? We really got three different. I thought we'd get all the same. <laughs> really? Apparently not. Um, we just took the what type of college is right for you quiz on pro profs quizzes, um, proprofs.com. Yes, yeah, so we took our quiz. You heard our college experiences about um, college life, I guess. Not too much about our day to days um, in class. And you saw our quizzes, our quiz results that are just. I don't know. Is it off? Would you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's our podcast on college type of college. Um, thank you guys for joining. I know we all have babies. <laughs> um, Harvey has a flight. Glia has a newborn. Thanks for joining me, Harvey and Glia. Uh, did you guys? Have any last words that you wanted to say or share? You can listen to my podcast at the <laughs> Raw Reverie. Raw Reverie. Check it out. <laughs> you can also follow me at the on YouTube Raw Reverie. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. I don't know when they'll be recorded or when you'll hear it but there's gonna be a next episode so i can tell you yeah so keep up with us or with me and we'll see you next time thanks for listening Ooh, thank you I <laughs>